This is Are We Recording with Mark Dustin and Kevin Bauman. Very serious stuff here. We're talking very serious. Yeah, we're ranting and <laughs> raving. Very serious ranting. <laughs> he's having he's having a very we're having a very serious rant. Uh, rant off. Yeah, because we're mad that all the rich people are moving to town and ruining everything like and, they always do. And everything's becoming more expensive and we can't enjoy life like well. We're talking about eighteen dollar burgers. This is like complaining on a there are okay. To put it in context, there are people who have it worse. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's no will, doubt. There's we, no we, doubt. We are saying that, but that doesn't change the fact that um, when you're in it, it still is a huge bummer. town by the yeah. way which adds to the fact that it's a it place does. that rich people want to live and tourists flock to uh during the seasons yes. so they're gonna make their money and they're gonna do great but it's just a bummer there's no like accommodation for the people who actually are here every or who are here in like october also trying you know to help keep them over the they're all well, they're all here do? again now i don't know if you've noticed the tourists i noticed yes. yeah we had like a month uh-huh. that was really awesome of course it rained the whole time but uh-huh. but it was nice there wasn't traffic there weren't people everywhere. It was really nice. It was. Now, now they're everywhere. I like the rain. I went to our. I went down. To, Shelby and I went down to the beach, and which is about six feet. Oh yeah. Now it's crazy. <laughs> no, not even. It's all I, the way up to the step on the staircase down from the from the walkway, like in on the on the south on the sort of like the west east side of it. Yeah. It's up to the wall. Any anybody who hasn't who who doesn't watch the news, um, basically we've had a. Tremendous amount of rain. Yeah, over the last I don't know month, and yep. it really kind of climaxed, maybe what three or four days ago, yeah. with like a couple inches in one day, mm-hmm. and everything flooded. Yep, all the water. We were supposed to go whitewater rafting. It got I canceled. Was wondering if you got was, yeah, because yeah. it was gonna be. We were worried about you because we we're like they're gonna be debris and stuff in the water. I else. was starting. I. The, a couple of nights before, I was having trouble sleeping because I was yeah. like, "I got to call them and say yeah, I don't think this, this is safe." Well, they the next day they sent a message and we're like, "Yeah, it's canceled." Yeah, and now it's... they'll only let they're they were at the time still doing them, but only on certain sections, mm-hmm. no full day trips, and you had to be um, eighteen and, and older mm-hmm. or sixteen and older. So obviously, with the kids, we can do. It. I wasn't going to do it anyway. Who wants to go whitewater rafting in the rain? When it's like forty-eight degrees, no, it was really cold. Yeah, even and, if it's not dangerous. And that's what's no really fun. what's really ironic about it is that the rest of the country, so the Pacific Northwest, and then sort of bleeding over to us, are just drenched, and the rest of the country is so hot. Yeah, and, and so, so I mean, in the long run, although I don't have a, a flooded house or anything like that, my, we live on a hill. Thank we both so live you. on hills. We both live on hills. I know, smart people, right? Um, uh, we both um, are in a good place, and, and really, I don't think there's been a lot of house flooding in the area. I don't that I've heard of. Not that I know of. But I do. Um, I can say that I would take this over 98 degrees and just like coming out of winter and just die. Oh, it snowed! It snowed a ton. So like six <laughs> inches on the mountain the other day. Did you Tuesday. hear up in Glacier up to 40 inches? Are you kidding? Above 7,000 feet. That's awesome. So. Depending on how hot it gets and how fast, the flooding might just continue. Well, there's like literally all of the ski runs. So they were almost all bare at the top of the mountain, which is still late in the season. And now they're all white again. You can see all the way down to the base lodge. Uh, today, it's um, it's back. It, it's about halfway up already. Jeez. Well, so tomorrow, it's going to be 80-something tomorrow, yeah, right? So it's uh, going to melt. It's probably going to be like two-thirds to three-quarters bare again. And we got rain coming again a little bit, but not much. Then it's going to be nice. So for anyone who doesn't know, we live in Montana. We live in this nice little resort town. It's really great. We all, we Kevin and I moved here at the exact same time to live 
this sort of like get away from the city's life and then the pandemic hit and, and then everybody, everybody else got, realized, got the exact <laughs> same idea right. and more power to i get it I, I i just we were just only like about a year ahead of them two right. years ahead of them that's all it was yes yeah, so, and, and it was it was pure luck i mean my timing was because i know of several people who moved here during the pandemic and talked about what they dealt with to try and find a place and i i wouldn't have done it i would have been like yeah all right i'm yeah. good i'm done i mean my house looks like a double wide trailer yeah that's the shape of it and um but a nice uh, double wide trailer but a million good? dollar double wide trailer i don't think so no yeah i don't think so either think but so. I, but but i think at the peak i think we might have passed the peak but maybe a month or, or two ago before the interest rates rose we might have gotten a million might have gotten it yeah, yeah when people were really frantic yeah but you know we ain't moving, so you no. know, I don't want to sell anything. I want it all to go down. I want to have that or more. Yeah, I'm, I want I'm, your Kevin. I want your house to be worth a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, as long as it's worth what I paid for it. Yeah, exactly. So I can sell it and yeah. get my money back. I'm One good. day, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we have a lot to talk about today. We have, um, gosh, I don't even know if we can catch up to where we are in the world, but there are some things that um, I was thinking. This is actually really interesting because. While we're talking about people buying things, Kevin, I was thinking about buying myself a little island. <laughs> Are you talking and, about? <laughs> and I got a couple. I got a couple in mind, you know, but they're all inhabited. So you I'm can buy thinking, it and get rid of the people, though. Well, how about you just price them you know, out, right? But that's so much work. How about just enslaving them? Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a guy. Um, it's like Barry um, Ellison. G- Gary. Gary. Cher- cherry, no, Jerry? that's Cherry Clays. Um, Larry, Larry, Larry Ellison. Right? He's an yes. oracle, isn't he? Or he had yes. an, or he's an orc. I think he's an orc. Or I think he's he's orc, actually get the right. name wrong. He's an orc, <laughs> not an oracle. Didn't he win the America's Cup by like totally making this super high tech boat with a carbon fiber sail? That and the and the other teams all were doing like traditional boats, and he was like, "F you, I'll do whatever the hell I want." Yeah. Which is totally Larry Ellison, yeah. which is what he did in Hawaii, right? So this is the kind of guy who would like, not only would he show up at the company picnic and and everyone would have to, you know, lose just to keep him, his ego boosted. He'd also have like in the sack, he'd have like a jet powered sack for the sack race. Right. Like he would also have to cheat, ensure that he won by cheating beyond any measurable reasonable reason to cheat and even though everyone was going to give it to him anyway he'd had to triple down and make sure that he won it's kind of like the emperor's clothes right zero shame about the fact that he used the jetpack yes sack like to win the sack race and i mean this story i mean first of all that that whole concept is is the emperor's clothes the emperor's new clothes Mm -hmm. but so there's videos of putin playing hockey and these Olympians, these, you know, like phenomenal NHL players, yeah. Olympians, like intentionally lose the puck right in front of Vladimir Putin, who is like maybe a D or E level yeah, player, yeah. Uh-huh. not very good. Mm-hmm. So he can feel good about himself. And then everybody cheers yeah. for him yeah. as he like, you know, makes a fake to get around some NHL player. Yeah. And it's, it's so absurd and it's complete BS. Like everybody can see that this is nonsense. And yet he still is, thinks he's, you know, this amazing guy. But what Larry Ellison did is. Well, so the guy, you you could tell the story because you're the one who sent me the article. But the guy buys, the guy buys Lanai. Is that how you pronounce it? I think Lanai it's Lanai. In yeah. Hawaii. That's buys the island because it was 90, 99% privately owned already because it had been who knows like the way it all worked out different resorts and whatnot right yeah like the mormons originally owned a bunch of it and most of it and then they sold it to this they sold to that pineapple company owned it but everyone was kind of you know i think i'm sure there was gripes but but but, and problems but more or less doing right by the people and letting it be their their where they live and ancestors lived there and then this guy this one guy bought it and he didn't do a very good job of managing it. He didn't have enough money to pump into it. And so Larry Ellison buys it with all these promises and he's got all this like you know, you know, he you know, like they like every one of these people does. They go into this it's like it's like a politician. All this nonsense. I'm not gonna do any of this. I could. Right. I'm worth ninety billion dollars. I could do everything I'm telling you right now. I could make this a paradise for good people, for the locals to enjoy. Right. 
for people to come, but not to be like ostentatious. And what does he do, Kevin? You tell me. You, I think you, I think you can tell I mean, he basically he made it so the locals can't live there. They can't make a living. I, there, was, there was like some business, this like small guy, you know, a sole proprietor mm-hmm. doing whatever, some kind of craft thing. I can't remember. He's a I think working guy. Yeah, doesn't he he like buys his business and then fires him. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> so this is so he so he used the business as a woodworking business and they hired them to work on one of the two Four Seasons hotels that already existed that were kind of getting a bit like long in the tooth and so they had to re up them and he bumped the money in and he did it. Um and he used them to do some work in there and do some like a beautiful build a beautiful bar for them. And the guy from what from one of the guys who was actually an employee of it, this wasn't the owner, he said, um, and he's just some sort of like, you know, sixty-five-year-old hippie drifter guy. He's been there forever, just tromping around the island, keeping it, keeping it, doing what he wants in his yeah. life. Not hurting anybody, not yeah. doing anything to anybody, just learning woodworking, yeah. and, uh, getting by as he can. And um and apparently he bumped into Larry Ellison at the opening party and the guy go at the bathroom or something like that. And he told him he did the bar and he's like, oh, we're going to do good work together. And two weeks later, the guy lost his job because Ellison had like bought the woodworking company. And then, well, basically, I think that a lot of it has to do with rent, right? So they're small businesses. He's saying we're going to take care of small businesses. But then if they don't want you, they just jack the rent up. And so then you, you have can't to afford it anymore. And then they, like the surf instructor for the hotel... They say they want 96%. He he has to pay. They want 96% of his earnings. <laughs> and he has to pay for his own insurance. And he has to pay for, like, take on all of the risk. And they're like, what, people are now leaving the island just to work. And other people, of course, just leaving the island. Yeah. They're building housing. But the housing is all, like two bedroom like whatever and the people the the locals are going like this looks like housing that's designed for people who work at the hotel not for people who work you know that only work for you not people not to build a community just workers like 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 a cruise ship it's gonna be a like a like a cruise ship an island cruise ship it's gonna suck yeah all for rich people he basically and what's crazy about it and i think this is like kind of um I don't know what what the right term is, but when you don't know how things really are, it doesn't really matter to you. So all these rich people come to the island and all of the original people, the authentic people, the surf instructors, everyone's gone. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I learned to surf. And it's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. By some white guy named Brad from right. Ohio who exactly. came down here for the summer and like got for housing. You know what I mean? That's, right. that's, who, that's who taught you to surf. Right. Not a local who's been here, not even close to a local, right. not even someone who's been, who's going to be here in two years. Like right. nobody, you know? They think they had some like authentic Hawaiian, yeah. whatever. And that guy's getting paid nothing. He's probably paying his housing out of his income, right? Exactly. So he's yeah. making, you know, 16 bucks an hour because, you know, nowadays people make that 16 bucks an hour. But he's got to pay. It's like the company store, you know? Yeah. It's like the old, it's like the old meat packing industries and all of that. Like you had to rent from the... Or, or, or the coal industry back in West Virginia, where the whole town was owned by the, the coal mine. Yeah. And you had to spend all your money mm-hmm. at the company store. Yep. Got to pay. You you know, it, it, it's like Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. Yes, you're not working on the meatpacking floor. You know what I mean? You're not sloshing, you know, like awful into a... Uh, into a into a into a hole in a wet environment with no support with, with like you hurt yourself and you're out for the day you're standing at the gate trying to get work every day but like but it's not it's the modern day equivalent yes yes you might have air conditioning in your two-bedroom little place but at the same time like they're gonna skim everything off the top of you and you have no other choice because there's nowhere to live here right. otherwise we paid you now pay us what should happen in this situation and this is absolutely should happen is nobody should go nobody should accept the job nobody should accept an, a job there and he should be sitting there going like, we can't get employees. We're an island. So it's not like we can keep casting the net further afield. We are in an island. We cannot get employees. Well, I wonder, you know, because we deal with those kinds of things with like the ski industry. Mm-hmm. And so what do they do? They, they don't hire locals. They get like, you know, 
Ferdinand yeah. from Chile, oh, yeah. Ch- who comes Chileans up, and he's like a college student, and he comes up as for yeah. for the for his summer mm-hmm. to work at the ski industry here, and they give him cheap housing or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so all the locals don't have a job there, yeah. but a bunch of people from somewhere else do, and that's probably what what will happen in Lanai right. is you'll right. have, like you said, Brad from Ohio, yeah. Instead of, you know. But when you're coming up to like go skiing in Montana, I personally don't care if the guy, and in fact, I kind of like it that there's someone's got a bad, I remember oh, yeah. that from old days way back in the day in Vale. And it was always like, you know, this is Brad from Ohio. This is, they always have the badge, right? Says where they're from. And I love, by the way, I truly love seeing, you know, the, the different nationalities. We see it. We don't see a lot on our mountain. We see them mostly from like, a, it's like they, they only market to one country every right. year. But they're always lovely and they're yeah. always, you know, it's exciting to see somebody in town that's not, doesn't look like me and just whatever and different different people. But when you go to Lanai in Hawaii. You're you not know, looking for Brad from you're not Ohio. Looking for Brad from Ohio. Like Brad's a bummer. Like Brad's just like, I could get Brad at the local, like, you know, whatever slip and slide place, like water slide place. And like, it's funny though, because so if I was to go to Mexico, I don't want to be served by Brad from Ohio. No, I don't. Hey, how you doing? But how you doing? We got I think a blooming onion on special. Like, I think no. there's a lot of Americans who don't they, give a shit. They, they would yeah. gladly have a yeah. blooming onion yeah. straight from Chi-Chi's or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Served by Brad from Ohio yeah. uh-huh. while they're in Mexico. It's true. There's a huge amount of people that used to think like it's true. Like it says, whoever is in servitude is in servitude. Right. That's what matters to me is that they are in servitude. It doesn't matter who they are, whether they're a local, whether they're from somewhere else. In fact, it's probably better if they're not because they speak my language and they know what a, you know, they know the difference between a Mai Tai and a slow gin tonic or whatever the heck, you know what I mean? Like these people are just like, they don't care. No, they, they don't, don't care. care. As long can, as the bartender doesn't make the drink. Can I have sex on the beach? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I want a screwdriver. <laughs> a cement mixer. <laughs> yeah. As long as the bartender knows how to like mix it up, they don't care. Right. Whether where he comes from or she comes from, makes no difference whatsoever. It's really so. It, it's so. I don't know. I think it's sad, but I think it's sad. I am an outlier. You're an outlier. Yeah. I don't want to go to Mexico and go to Cancun yeah. and stay at a resort yeah. that like, I want to go to, um, uh, what is it? What, um, you know, um, San Miguel right. de Allende, or yeah. even that's probably a little bit yeah. too Americanized. I want to yeah. go, I want to go to a place that is actually like, if I'm going to leave the country, travel a long way, I don't want to end up in yeah. Disneyland. Nope. So it's it's a bit um, obnoxious, actually, at times. It's not obnoxious, but I do take it very seriously. When I go somewhere, I work incredibly hard. It's one of the most important things to me is to find what the people that are not from here, I mean, that are from here do. What, 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 do, the, what do the non, what do the locals go? What do they do? Whether it be, you know, I remember um, uh, one time I was, I was checking into a hotel in the middle of nowhere in America. I was traveling and I, I went up to the, the, the guy at the front desk or whatever. And he was, he was good. He was a bit, he could, he didn't know any better. He was a really nice guy, but he had, he was oblivious to what I was talking about. I said, Hey, like, where do you go around here? Like, where would you go? Like, where do the locals go? I want to go to a place. And it was kind of, wasn't even the best area to find stuff like that. And he goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone really loves this place called like, you know, what a red lobster. And I was like, Oh no, that's not really what I'm talking about. I was like someplace <laughs> that like, and he couldn't understand. Oh, do you mean chilies? I'm like, no. Okay. I think this is going anywhere. But other, other than that, like I remember I was in China once and I, I met a guy, a, a Chinese guy who spoke English. And I said, um, and he, uh, he took me out to the great wall and, uh, and, and a couple other places I paid him, I, you know, a, a fair rate, what he wanted, a day to to show me things and every time it was just like so where would you go that's where i want to go like i took a city bus to the great i didn't take a tour bus to the great wall i took like he, we, we had to transfer buses and i was and there was no one on the bus except for the friend i was traveling with my friend jeff who no one at all had not one american probably in 50 years had taken this bus route out to the Great Wall. You know, maybe some real, real adventure seeker. And I wouldn't have done it on my own. I had a guide, thank right. goodness. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
why do you people and I don't and I, and again like I'm not doing it for the servitude of it I'm not doing it so oh so somebody who has different color skin or looks different than me serves me it's just like this is I want to see what you do every day if if I want to eat at Outback I can mm-hmm. just go to any yeah. major metropolitan area in the country yep. I don't have to leave the country yeah. to go right get a blooming there, onion he's at the front he's ready right. he's ready for your 20% you know? he's someone with lots of flair work for it yeah he's got a lot of flair <laughs> right. yeah he's ready to work for your 20% by the way it seems like I don't like the name Brad doesn't it all yeah like I'm sorry, sorry to the Brads out there scarred I'm like yeah I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to come back from this I think I don't have anyone in my life named Brad right now. It's probably good. I, I do remember this this um, winter, and, and uh, so we did, you know, hockey, travel hockey, and travel across for Alexander. Because oh, yeah. everything in Montana, if you do it, travel is basically travel. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a million people in yeah. the entire state, or now there's 1.2 million, whatever, and 200,000 Californians. <laughs> Damn you, Mark. I know. I know. Well, it was only a stopover before I got. Right. It wasn't the original. That's right. Spot. You're not a, you're not a native I'm not Californian. A native, no. Um, but I remember, you know, we'd be in some town wherever, and someone would post on our little team chat thing and say, "Hey, a bunch of us want to go out to TGI Fridays," and I, <laughs> Shelby and I were like, "The Cheesecake uh, Factory." Uh, no thanks. No. I just, no, I can't. Why? 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 Yeah. Why? 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 Would you choose the yeah. thing that you can get anywhere? Yeah. Can't oh, yeah. you find? I don't know because my, my dad is that way. He wants to go like he wants a burger. He's going to go like Fuddruckers. Mm-hmm. Even why? No, do you know there's probably like ten places that make an awesome burger yeah. in this town, way better than yeah. Fuddruckers. Yes, there's a risk you won't like it. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's chance. I mean, it's. I know it's a huge risk. It's right up there with like dying, you know? <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing is it's like, it's like, it's like, it's so controlled. So it's, yes, you might not like it, but you're going to get a better experience. You're going to be out there where, you know, where people actually go, where the people who live here, it's like, it's like going to a restaurant in, in, in Chinatown or like the first thing I do. And I know this I, I, is when you walk, when I, I love going into a Chinese restaurant and seeing a lot of Asian people in there. And I'm like... Okay, first off, some this is going to be may, hopefully this is going to be a little especially if you're in a in an area where there's a large sort of Asian population, older Asian population who who know who came, comes from a food background. I'm like this looks cool to me. Like these people, I'm going to I'm going to eat something that I might not like this is going to be le, like might be legitimate to me. I'm like this is great. I mean, it's like if you were flying here from China, you'd walk into a restaurant and go like I want to see a bunch of people who don't look like me because that's the burger I want to eat. That's Not right. The one yeah. from the guy who's kind of like uh, making it Chinese style. I want to try something different. I want right. to try something that like hopefully I'm going to get a, an actual experience here. And I find that I do. I mean, the best Chinese restaurants I've ever been to and, and, and Asian and all sorts of cuisines are all ones that are sort of – and I don't want to say you have to – you know, you have to be Chinese to make great, good, great Chinese food or anything like that. But it's great when you find those experiences. This we just found out about the place in in, uh, right. in town that makes Indian food. In the gas station. The gas station Indian food. Yeah, and and good for them. They finally got some publicity, right? Yeah. I mean, they got an article. Except that now it's going to be a line. I know. I'm so, but yeah, we. Now they're going to be out of food when I go there. My kid's orthodontist. We're talking food one day while my you know my daughter's getting you know they're all like putting rubber bands on her and stuff. And we're talking food and these lovely people at this place and they're really great. And we're talking about traveling and eating and how food is so amazing and, you know, all varieties. And I said, the one thing, though, is you can't, I can't get good Indian around here. I can't get Indian, I can't get Thai. There's a lot of food around here you right. can't get. And we'd had amazing Indian when we traveled last, um, last uh, uh, summer in Maine. We got some great Indian food. And, uh, and the, guy go, the woman goes, oh, no, there is. There's this little, it's a, it's a gas station. So we walk in and we drive straight over there right away. I'm like Indian food, gas station. This sounds like my kind of vibe. And walk in and it's like the the it's like the they took the hot dog thing where you slide the hot dogs or the you know in their packaging and the hamburger or whatever it is the chicken tenders are just nasty at a gas station just under a heat lamp and they just packed it with like take takeaway to go Indian food. You get a thing of rice, get a thing of like butter you know, chicken, butter chicken or... stack it up seven bucks out the door and i was like i don't know we got home 
totally great. Oh, no, it's good stuff. Totally I mean, great. it's it's better than anything else I've had around here. It's definitely better so, than anything else I've had around here. It does remind me back in Michigan at our, our little Shell gas station. One day had a thing. They put a thing uh, up on the underneath the gas prices. It said Mr. Kebab. Yeah. And we we're like, what the heck is Mr. Kebab? It took a long time before we finally went in there to see what Mr. Kebab yeah. was. Because, yeah. you know, we always pay at the pump. Like, I just yeah. put the credit. I don't go into the gas station. And uh, they had this really fancy um, kitchen built right in. Oh. So you could like pick up a, you know, like a, a, a container of antifreeze uh-huh. and turn around and order chicken shawarma. Yeah. <laughs> <That's so laughs> I mean, literally in the same place. I, I kind of was like, is this, does this meet, you know, whatever code yeah. they have yeah. with the, uh, you know, the uh, local agencies, but it was really good. Yeah. And it was a good deal. So I, that became my like go-to place for Middle Eastern food. I think food. that like Shell and um, Conoco and all these places should just do that. They should stop sticking <sighs> this nasty hot dogs and everything and be like, we're just going to do French food, which is like a baguette with cheese and butter or a baguette with cheese and ham and butter. And that's what you're going to eat if you come So here. many of those gas stations partner with like Dunkin' Donuts oh, or... Yeah. Just, you know, A&W or some other crappy chain. Fa- food to like, okay, look, if food's going to, like Indian food's it's going to stop your heart as much as anything else. But at least it's going to be delicious getting right. there, you know what I mean? It's and, so much better. Yeah, it's so much better. And then there's stuff that's not. like A I mean, shriveled up crappy hot dog or oh, yeah. curry chicken. Curry chicken. Come yeah. on, it's really not. I mean, I don't mean to, I do not mean to diss any Indian food and the great Indian food out there, but. It's not like you couldn't learn to make it, right? You know, this 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 woman make this woman makes it in the back. This I think she's like the mom or the wife, and she makes this incredible Indian food just in the back. She makes a couple pots of it a day. She's got a good recipe. I mean, how come how come you know Shell? How come Texaco can't do that instead of? I think it's I think it's just kind of like an American thing. You know, we separated everything at some point in this country. So like your stores here, your house is here. The factories here, mm-hmm. the schools over here, and nothing can be near anything else. Yeah. So we, we drive yeah. between everything. Yeah. So it's like a 20-minute yeah. drive to everything. Mm-hmm. Going out to eat is this big thing. Obviously, when you go to some cities like Chicago and New York or foreign cities, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And so you literally do go into a corner bodega, and you're like, oh, they make tamales here. Yeah, I wonder right? if they're good. And you get a tamale, and you're like, yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. But most uh, of the U.S. doesn't experience that. Well, and that, this is this is the answer. Doing the gas station. It's a little bit like we. Hey, we're a melting pot, but there's a whole bunch of America that's got to be American. Yes, you're gonna get. This is what you're gonna get at a baseball game, and don't expect anything else. Because okay, nachos. Okay, and that because that's the most right. you know eclectic ethnic we get. It's, it's as far as we can reach. You know, I mean, you'll get some nachos, but it's gonna be a squeezy cheese sauce. Oh, yeah. That, you know that run fake and, cheese and 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 it's still going to be like no offense to nachos because I love nachos, but it's it's going to be like the most heart attacky of any of the foods that you could get on that menu. You know, grab right. and go. Um, why don't we? Why don't we like? Imb- I mean, okay, and I and I should qualify this a little bit. I think it. I think there are moments where you are surprised. Yes, there are times when you're like, really, they got a they got a falafel. Like, you got to be kidding me! Like falafel here at the baseball. They won't have it at the baseball stadium. But I wouldn't mind having a falafel at the baseball stadium. I don't really like to eat a heck of a lot of meat. I like to have an option, and falafel's great. You know, I, I think I think they could totally do that, and and they'd be probably probably honestly be surprised at how many people would like it. Sure, yeah, probably really surprised, yeah. Um, and, and we can be doing, we can be doing all sorts of foods. We can do, be doing Chinese, you know, good, fresh Chinese food. We can be doing, mm. I mean, any, we can do anything. Like, we just don't. like Panda Express. You've got to move. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You've got to come here and there's a certain amount of like, okay, we celebrate you cause we're a melting pot, but actually we really, really, really kind of really want you to do things our way, but you can do things your way too a little bit, especially if you stay in your neighborhood, your branded neighborhood or whatever. And um, but you know, if you come over here, yeah, we'll be excited. So there'll be a certain po- slice of the population that's excited about it, and most. But you're probably gonna have to struggle. Like I think you know the Alpine Market gas station. Yeah, they should have like pho. Oh man, I would love that. That would be awesome. Just, or so, anything, anything. I pho just came to my mind because it's one. another one of those things that I don't get here. Oh god, right. it's so good. Pho is so good. I love it. And it's so. I mean, oh, and like, oh gosh, and um, 
what was the um I'm thinking of ra- uh, just like oh, a ramen? great ramen. Yes. Like a good ramen, oh, yeah. Really good. Like and even just a not good ramen is really good ramen. That's true. Me. Like you can't you can screw up a hamburger. You can be like that was kind of lame. Like It's hard to screw up ramen, like, right? Ramen? Even like okay ramen is usually good ramen. Right. Yeah. I mean it's, it doesn't have to be tonkatsu or whatever, you know, whatever the heck. Is it tonkatsu? No, it's um the the really rich thick one. It can be all there's so many varieties of it. But yeah, it's like you could practically just do, you know, key, you know whatever the the packages Right. And, and the <laughs> Terrible powder package with the and boiling we'd be water. Like, Whoa! No way! Really? You have ramen at the baseball game? Like I've been on a plane. The cup of noodles. Like I've been on a plane. I was on Singapore Airlines once, and actually, this is a, something that all, any airline CEOs listening take note. Um, Singapore Airlines. I was on an eight. It's, it was. It, it was at the time the longest commercial flight in the world. Eighteen hours and forty minutes from New Jersey to Singapore. Direct. I was going to Australia. So I said, let's take it on a plane for another five and a half hours to get to Australia. I think that's where I was going. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, but you know what? The one of the one of the many terrible things about airplanes is airplane food. And one mm. of the many terrible things about airplane food is like if you really are going to get any sleep and you've popped a couple of Ambien, so you can just like get through as much of this as possible unconsciously. Um, you're going to have missed lunch or yeah, dinner. Yeah, you miss or, it. Yeah, you're going to miss it. You. I mean, how many times have you woken up and they've just gone by? Right, and you're, and you're like, like, oh man, I gotta try to get up and get them to get me, or they, or you're trying to sleep and they tap you. Right, like, man, I was actually, I actually for once in my just life fell asleep. asleep on a plane. Are you kidding me? So anyway, you have tap, tap, tap. It's like, oh god. So anyway, they do this little station up, like up by kind of like whatever the area where you go to the bathroom. People stand when they're trying to stretch their legs and stuff, and they have cup of noodles, and they got a couple other things too, like some 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 like energy bars and some bananas and. They don't have to serve you. They're not like being waiters and waitresses. They're actually doing their jobs, other jobs. And they're, you're up like, oh, I slept. That's cool. There's a big like serve yourself station with cups of cool. noodles and all this other stuff up there. I just think that's what every meal on a plane should be. Just be cup of noodles. I don't think anyone needs like this like sort of fake chickeny sort of thing or any like with mushrooms. There's all this chef thing around that. You know, there's a whole chef community that makes food for airplanes. Right. It's going to be degrading. I'm sorry. It's like people, it's like, it's like with the guy, people who make like food for, um, uh, cruise ships. I'm going to make 700 creme brulees right now. Are you really a chef? It's kind of, I, I think the, that industry is, is kind of sad. You can either, you know, like, uh, some of the viable, ways to actually make a living are like corporate chef, rich person chef, mm-hmm. um, cruise sh- ship chef, yeah, or, you know, the airline chefs. And I don't think you're making good money, but you're really an assembly line worker you're an assembly, in many yeah. of these yeah. instances. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. The other, the sad. other thing is like, try to open your own restaurant and see if you can survive. Seriously. Yeah. Because somebody wants something different than the person before, right? Because in a cruise ship, that they, that doesn't happen. No, I need to make. I need to get two hundred, like whatever. I don't know, chicken piccatas out, hot. Yeah, all at the same time. In the next twenty and, minutes. And, okay, I should say there is a skill to that. Yes, but I would equate that to it's not okay. So if I were a chef, I'd be mad that that person is also called a chef. Not that that person doesn't have a have a skill. By the way. Sure, and they could be a great chef. By the way, they doesn't necessarily mean they're applying their great skill in this moment. They're applying their sort of operational skills. Yeah, I don't. I don't are. think they get to like make on the spur of the moment changes yeah, to the meal. Right. Like we don't have mushrooms. Oh, let's switch to you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like no. Okay, we're gonna change the whole menu right now, and we're gonna. I think that if I were, so if I were a chef, I would be insulted that that person was also called a chef. It doesn't mean that they're not greatly skilled, and I don't. And I truly mean that. But and it doesn't even mean they're not greatly skilled at making food. But they're what they're really doing in that moment is just doing massive amount. Is doing timing, is managing time. And um, but if you're the person who's down there, like in the trenches, you know, with saucepans all around you, flipping things and trying to get it all out and have it absolutely perfect on the way out the door, um, I think that I would be like that. We're we're. We're on entirely different planes. We're not doing the same thing. Like I'm a jazz musician 
and you're Britney Spears. And no offense to Britney Spears, right. who got out of her conservativeship, and I'm glad for her. I hope she's not crazy. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's like um, one person, you know, is doing a different meal each day. Yeah, and the other person is doing the same meal. It's doing theater, or or maybe it's like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are borscht. Yeah, and borscht. Borscht. <laughs> borscht on the and Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, are we are a Russian cruise ship here. Chicken right pilaf or whatever. <laughs> the borscht on the cruise ship, right. at least in Russia. Yeah, well, you got five hundred. We gotta get five hundred borscht. Right. What's the plural, plural, plural for borscht? <laughs> Borstes. Borstesses. <laughs> Now, now, Mark, we had we had other things too, and I don't want to run out of time, but I just want to mention some names of people that. Oh yeah, these are good. People. I pretty much, I I I hate to say I hate people, but if I had to say I hated people right now, I would have to include Elon Musk, Larry Ellison, and Lauren Boebert. That woman is. Did just... you hear the latest? Is there a late? I I read something yesterday. So there was the whole rumor that she had been an escort and had two abortions, yeah. and people are like, "Hey, look." We're okay with sex work. We're okay with abortions. We're just not okay with hypocrisy. Right. So, like, right, you don't right, get right. to do those yeah, things yeah. and then tell other people they can't do those yeah, things. Right, right. Um, and supposedly, you know, she was in Vail as an escort. And that's where Ted Cruz met her and gave her $125,000 for her initial campaign. And people are like, why would Ted Cruz pay $125,000? So, anyway, whatever. It's on, I don't know that it's founded. I think it, maybe it's unfounded at this. It's funny. It's funny. But the, the 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 real one that is for sure founded is her little jeeping accident. This she flipped a jeep. Yeah, right? with her. Oh, the sister sister in law, her dog, and her son. She apparently bailed out of the jeep while it was moving. What she 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 got out? Yes, yeah, she got out. And the in left the vehicle to crash into a boulder, pinning her sister-in-law in. Her sister-in-law broke her nose and had teeth knocked out. Are you kidding me? I, I saw something about it. I didn't know that happened. She she was. I thought she just got an accident. This is in addition to her three or four arrests for whatever other things she had. Drunk drunk. I don't even know what her all her different, um, you know, uh, indecent. Expo- oh, well, her, uh, that was her husband, right? He's the one who showed his Did penis he? to people in the alley behind the bowling. Bowling alley? alley? An alley behind an yes. alley. Jeez, yeah. that's, a, that's deep. Something like that to, to, so, to somebody underage because he wanted to show his tattoo that's on his penis. On it? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. To say Trump by chance? So, so he spent time in jail or for sometime, this. Or some, sometimes when he's not very excited, just right. says Rump, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It says Trump when he gets when he gets right, excited. When Which, by the way, because it says Trump, he's excited a lot. A lot, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> when when he saw the when he saw the January sixth insurrection, it said Trump. <laughs> yeah, it puts the erection in insurrection. It says it says oh your tattoo says rum. No, no, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Let me think of my man here. Oh yeah, now it's getting. I can see a T. I see. Let a me tea. see. Let me think of Trump. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, now it says it. Oh, I thought I've it even said seen rum. Trump twenty twenty two signs before that. Before it said before he got excited and was kept chanting Trump twenty twenty four, make America great again. It just said um. <laughs> then then it said rum. And, it said rum and then rump. <laughs> I'm I'm so disgusted by this conversation. <laughs> I'm so disgusted. This one is definitely getting a warning. Yeah, this is definitely getting more to get a shower afterwards because right. I'm going to need it. Yeah, she's awful. She's one. She's how many people in the how many people in the Republican Party don't don't realize like and there are somewhat sane people don't realize like I'm hanging out with crazy people. Right. Like like I've aligned myself with mentally ill Marjorie Taylor oh, yeah. Green. Yes, and, I forgot like, to mention MGT. Yeah, these people are mentally ill. Yeah, this isn't. This isn't a party of people. This is a party where people go to be like insane. And how is this? Uh, did you see the Marjorie Taylor Green uh, her podcast where she was talking about how um, the United States is going to track everything about you? That's their whole thing. Good plan. Yeah. So if you if you don't vote for Trump, yeah. um, we've talked about this. They already do. You're on Facebook, people. 
They already <laughs> no, know. Bill Gates is going to track your bowel it's movements, not Bill Gates, according it's to her. Zuckerberg already has it all, and he's a bit of a bastard himself. But yes. at the same time, he's not giving it to the everybody. So. No. You know, he sells it to everybody. He sells it to everybody. Right. But he doesn't he's give it to everybody. He's got it. And he's only, the only thing he's using it for, because the only thing that anyone cares about is money. He's only care, using it to sell you crap. Right. You don't need. She she believed that if you try to eat a regular hamburger, you're going to get a zap that tells you, no, 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 you need to eat Bill Gates' fake hamburgers. And he's also going to track your bowel movements to see if you're regular. Why anybody would want to know if Marjorie Taylor Greene is regular or not is beyond me. Now, is this, does she, where does this, where did the end game in her mind? It's like, bizarre, is this like right? Bill Gates sitting there like some sort of like Bond villain? He's like, with like now I know when everybody goes to the bathroom. Bank of like, with like a, like it's this, it's the concept of people who think that they can Google anything and that, and they start to get paranoid by it, thinking like people. I Google, I like, I like Google stalked my ex boyfriend or whoever, Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever. So everybody else must want to do what I do to the micro level. Right. They, Bill Gates, must want to be sitting there and be able to tap and find out what what Sam Bradbury. I use Brad again. Bradbury in like you know Daytona, Florida, did had for breakfast. Who, who cares? Nobody cares. The only reason that anyone cares is if you're Facebook and you want to sell a more breakfast right. cereal. That's all. That's the only reason. Maybe Bill Gates has invested in Citrusel or some other kind of fiber supplement. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and if you're not regular, you're going to get an ad in the mail from him. Or he's him. invested in eggs. Right. And he's like, I can't have any more of this brand stuff. What's with the brand? Everybody's eating brand. I got to get Bill. That's right. Brad McChuck in, <laughs> in she, Tampa, Florida. The, the best part about the video is she says that um, I think it was the virus had been developed in a peach tree dish. Peach tree. Peach tree, yes. So the virus is basically, I mean, do you see, Do we? are we all noticing that everything has a lot, that, that there must, I don't believe in any higher power, but is there something that's happening that has is driving like I almost feel like there is a god out there who's going like I'm sick of you people I'm gonna run you into the ground because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start up like 24 hour news channels and that's gonna get you all sucked up into this cycle of news and then I'm gonna get you know Morton Downey Jr. and like blah to be the early go getters when they come out and the Maury Poviches of the world to get everyone excited about like sitting around trying to figure out what everyone else is doing all right. the time you know and then it's gonna um, lead to like Tucker eventually I'm gonna, yeah right? I'm gonna move it up and move it up yeah. and I'm gonna r- rush it up and then I'm gonna throw you up and then when everyone's just like running the tip of their toes kind of thinking everyone's up to something I'm gonna throw a pandemic in I'm gonna toss a pandemic into the mix you know not for, there hasn't been a pandemic in years let's see what you do with that let's see how nuts you people get oh it's like we're puppets on a string of some higher power, and what's next? Like, well, you know, it's it's interesting you say that because when I was thinking about the tracking people's bowel movements, yeah, like Bill <laughs> Gates wants to know whenever, what, how many billion people are on the planet now? Several, right? Eight, something like that. Yeah, a, a lot. A lot. Bill Gates wants to know when every single person on the planet goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of notifications. It's a lot so. of a lot of swipe yes. swipe lefts, but. Um, yeah. The same uh, instance, those same people believe that God is also doing the same thing. Hmm. You know, he is he right, is in right. control of right. every single person's life on the planet. Yeah. And so you should pray to him for right. whatever. Good weather, good, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, harvest. Right. That's uh, interesting. And and he like he's tracking all you know eight billion people's you know performance in their games and their what lives. happens if these people realize that we've not seen Bill Gates and God in the same room at the same time right maybe they're one and the same maybe they're worshiping maybe they're actually sort of like attacking and dissing. The one person who is the same person that they also actually worship. Maybe they're up for a big surprise and Bill's going to come out one day in a robe and be like, hey, you know what? You've been throwing smack at me for, a, you know, stuff right. at me for a long time and talking about this God guy. Lightning well, guess bolt. Who? Lightning bolt. Guess who? Lightning bolt. Guess who's God? Right. You know, 
B, let's see, because can you can you move Gate Bill Gates around and algor- and you know an you know an anagram and turn it into like Holy Father or something like that? Maybe I think you can. I think you can do it. And then and then what you find out in the end is that he's really the devil who's convinced you that he's Bill Gates who's convinced you he's God. Holy, you just usual wow. suspect. Yes. You just Kevin Spacey'd me. Er, er, what's his name? I can't think of his name. You just Kevin Spacey'd me right now. You just Kevin. Kevin, <laughs> we can laugh at this stuff because we don't believe in any of it. We believe so in none of it. Right. Yeah, exactly. We could do this. You know what? By the way, and I want to speak honestly to all of you out there who are very religious. Um, if you stop believing in it, you can make fun of it. And it's super fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Because it's a pastime. It gives you, It's almost like baseball. What, what's amazing about it, too, is you don't become evil. You nope. don't suddenly do all certain. Well, th- I, I take that back. I don't know because I feel that there's a lot of people out there who the only thing keeping them in check is their belief of burning in hell. That's true. I don't have That's that true. belief, mm-hmm. and yet I don't do those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So m- maybe some of these people need something to keep them in, in check. But mm-hmm. I would say the majority of people, like a, a lot of the things that you have in the back of your mind that are always dragging you down mm-hmm. a little bit, maybe making you feel guilty, will go away yeah. mm-hmm. when you give up religion. Well, the thing is, it's like, the, the big problem is that a great, a huge amount of these people, and I certainly do not mean to pigeonhole, if you're religious, I don't really care. As long as you're cool, yeah. I don't really care. It doesn't matter Good to for me. for you. If you're happy, it makes you happy. Uh, it's fine. We just won't talk wrong. about it because... Kevin and I could be totally yeah. wrong. We could be like on a highway to hell right now. Uh, you I, know. Which... I love that song. Great record. Yeah. It's, it's totally good. Yeah. I actually think I thought of it because um, a, a, you know, my, my youngest daughter's a big ACDC fan oh, right now. They're so. the best. Yeah. Totally. They're so awesome. <laughs> but we could be. And so we're not we're not judging the normal human being who's like, I have a thing and I'm spiritual right. or I kind of grew up like this and this is what I believe in. It's like, hey, whatever, man. I know some people who like kind of keep it in there. Like, just like me. I don't walk around going like, Except when I'm on a podcast or with right. close friends, like I don't necessarily walk around talking a whole bunch of smack about like people's religion, but I will uh, do it in the context of nonsense. Like right. you can do what you're, you, but they, we're talking about people who are a little bit yeah. out of their minds. Well, and what I understand, so what I understand from what I have heard from people from Europe is, you know, there's a lot of religion in Europe, but most people who are religious. It's a personal thing. Yeah. It's like it's not something yeah. that you need to broadcast with a megaphone right. to everybody and call them all sinners. It's yeah. just like this is for me and for yeah. my, you know, spiritual well being. I don't really care about everybody else and what they believe in. And what's really fascinating about all of this is the fact that so many of these people who who use this, who tout this, who throw this up there, it's just it's literally just a smokescreen for the fact that they're doing all of this. Are you telling me that Donald Trump is not genuine in his uh, you know Christianity? What? Yeah, I might I might have to really really sh- you know shake your foundation here Kevin, but I'm I'm I would stake my literal life on the fact that Donald Trump is lying about everything he says. <laughs> Everything he says, if is it, it like look, this came up recently with something else, uh, and it basically is like this: if it benefits him, he's lying. If there's one straight line to benefiting him, and that is definitely religion, because he's speaking to a religious base, he's lying. Right. If it benefits him to tell you that you know the sky is green because he'll get thirty cents out of it, he's lying. So he, he, doesn't, he does anything that is no clear benefit to himself, there's probably a benefit somewhere else or he's making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he wouldn't admit it. Um, so this is one of those diagrams where yeah, it all leads yeah, it to all the same thing at the bottom, right? To benefits Donald yes? Trump. No, yeah, yes, no. Yes, totally. Like, yeah, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Would you like to go through the left door or the right door? I don't know. Which door gets me to me? Does it benefit Donald Trump? Yes, no. And then yes, eventually no. you end up down at the same place. Which He's lying. of these doors <laughs> gets more of me? It will, will lead me to more of me. Well, you know, that's all he cares about. And, and and I know we were going to talk about Elon Musk, and I I don't we I don't know can't. that we need to go into that because it that's like could be a whole nother hour. But he doesn't let's just say it. Elon Musk is a giant d bag. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah, he needs to go away. He does I, need to go away. Oh, oh, okay. One thing, Ron DeSantis heard that Elon Musk said it, he would vote for him 
for president. Oh yeah, which which is crazy because Elon Musk is trying to talk about he he's like the most environmentally you know friendly guy. His company's doing all these things. Ron DeSantis doesn't believe in global warming. He doesn't right. believe in regulations, like all these things. So it's just a bunch of hypocrisy. But what was funny is Ron DeSantis said that um, he welcomes the African-American vote. Yeah, he does. But this was in response to finding out that Elon Musk said he would vote for him. he thought he was African-American. Possibly. Is it some weird, like, because he was, like, South African? Like, isn't I, he from South I wish, Africa? I wish I could know that little about Elon Musk. I can't. Is, he is in my face every five minutes of every day. I, isn't he originally, like, South African? So does he think that that's the maybe. same thing? Am I wrong? Am I, I might be wrong, but oh, I think that's where he is. He's African-American. There you go. South African. Right, American. That's very different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's South African American. I'm thinking... I welcome the South African American vote. Right. As long as it's white. <laughs> as long as it's white. As long as it's white. But the funny thing is, like, so tr- Donald Trump welcomes the African American vote too. He's just not doing anything for it. Right. He, and he won't do anything for you. For he welcomes. I mean, they welcome all votes. Yeah, I welcome all votes. Whether yeah. they voted for them or not. I welcome the gay vote. Although as soon as I get into office, I'm going to make being gay legal. Right. But I welcome the vote because it'll help right. me get into office. And that's all, all the trans, really the transgender people, they all love me. They, they love all me. love me, and I'm going to get their votes, and then we're going to execute them. <laughs> I'm going to abolish <laughs> right. transgender people. That's right. Ah, uh, there we are. American politics, everybody. We start off with what did we start off with? We start off with flooding oh, and rain and rich people and rich people coming to whitefish. Yeah, and, and then we get to the serious, the real stuff, the real right. meat. And with, <laughs> with Elon Musk, as the, always, the South African vote. I would love and Elon Musk to end. Well, and I would love to not hear about him five times a day, every day. And I suppose that's my fault because I actually pay attention attention to things. But you you couldn't get any more attention than Elon Musk. When are people going to figure out he's not going to buy Twitter? When are people going to figure out that he's insulting the entire? community of twitter employees from the top to bottom when he says you're all doing nothing you're lazy he said that about the tesla employees too people are you know because the chinese ones are sleeping in the factory and working nine days a week right for 42 hours a day yeah so why aren't you doing that for me right yeah and um he is also not going to have self-driving cars next year, which he has said every year for the last decade. Because he is a nut. You know what he did? He did the same thing that every one of these people do, except that he did it on the left. He said he was going to go after the help the environment, do all this stuff, and all he really wanted to do was get, he found a niche to gain power. Yep. It's all he cares. He just about. wants power and money, power and attention, money. and he's getting it. And now yep. it's just and now he's he's shifting because he realized that he's just a megalomaniac, just like all the rest of them. He just used a different door to get into the room. Well, you know, he said he's going to become a re- Republican now, so Great. his transformation is complete. Yeah, <laughs> his transformation is complete. His metamorphosis. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, let's stop talking about yeah. anything because Elon Musk just brought me down. Let's go eat some pizza, have a glass of whiskey, make believe the world's a better place. I like it. <laughs> this is Mark Dustin and Kevin Ballman. And we are not recording. <laughs> <laughs>